हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज कथक का चक्कर माय नेम इज प्रमित एंड दिस प्लेस इज डिजाइन टू बी अ सेंट्रल प्लेटफॉर्म टू ब्रिंग कॉन्वर्सेशन विद कथकर्स अक्रॉस द ग्लोब फॉलोइंग द कॉन्वर्सेशन विद ईशा गोयल ईशा इज एन इंटरनेशनल कथक डांस आर्टिस्ट a choreographer a dance teacher and founder and artistic director of Sahit School of Dance LLC in Concord North Carolina USA Isha started her dance at the age of 7 with her guru Shrimati Abha Bansal ji disciple of the legendary Kathak gurus Guru Shri Hiralal ji and Guru Shri Kundanlal Gangani ji of the Jaipur gharana Isha received Sangeet Prabhakar degree from Prabhak Sangeet Samiti Allahabad India she also received Visharad from Bhatkhande Sangeet Vidyapeet Lucknow India post her Sangeet Prabhakar degree she took training under Guru Shri Tapan Roy ji disciple of the legendary Kathak guru Shrimati Urmila Nagar ji and received her Praveen Sangeet Acharya degree from Prayag Sangeet Samiti Allahabad India post her masters degree isha is currently doing advanced training under guru swati sinha ji disciple of guru pandit rajendra gangani ji of the jaipur gharana to further refine her performing skills so yeah namaste isha thanks for coming on and just to get started i have been seeing your post regarding a retreat that you've done recently and just coming back from it so could you tell us a little bit about what your experience was doing that retreat and how it went Namaste Pramit thank you for inviting me to Kathak ka chakkar retreat oh it was super fun so much of learning and connecting with the people and this was this time it was Shambhavi tai who was uh, teaching herself so i always wanted to learn her style of dancing since i belong to jaipur gharana and mm-hmm. she is uh, she have gopi krishna ji maharaj ji style so her style is totally different so we get to learn a lot and it was so good she paid attention on each and every technical part the abhinay exercises and along with not even just learning we get to she keeps a balance between like a student because in the retreat we have students yeah the and we have teachers also who are students there so she keep a balance so that teachers also get something to take back for their students to teach and students who are performers they also have something to take back so we get to it's like whole soul uh, development there happens so yeah it was awesome we learned some special composition which she composed herself just specifically for the retreat students mm-hmm. So let's see when we get the chance to perform. Yes, we need to practice first. Awesome. And your audio sounds great by the way. So everything's cleared up. So we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so once and uh, coming from an immersive experience like that, Isha like what are there certain things you feel you can I know certain things are going to be long term, but are there certain things you feel you can implement immediately whether it comes to like your students or your own practice or things like that? Are there certain things you want to change? Definitely the abhinay exercises like since it we had 6 hours of dancing yeah so 6 hours of dancing in the day and then the night uh, uh class the night session was always the abhinay exercises so that was like where you just 
यू यूज अभिनय फ्रॉम योर डे टू डे लाइफ नॉट द बंदिशिज फ्रॉम द कथक अच्छा बट फ्रॉम योर डे टू डे लाइफ लाइक there like she said for example one of the exercise was everybody loves dancing we know that mm. that's why you are here but what else you lo- love from your life depict that through abhinay okay without any dialogues without any words without using uh, any support just depict what else you love so like some uh, like for example i depicted i love cleaning my kitchen mm. so we use the abhinay to clean the kitchen So this is one of the abhinay exercises. So how much you daily uh, involve your day-to-day life, students get to understand the abhinay more. So this is a good exercises which I am planning to start when my session opens in the August uh, from the day one because my classes are divided. Every class we get to do some part of abhinay. So these exercises and other exercises like uh, uh, was like she you uh, get an object. Mm-hmm. and use that object and just use it how you would like to use it in your daily life okay the object or we were divided into the so abhinay exercises and then uh then was yeah the composition was there where you get to learn the footwork clear footwork clear hand movements different style of chakras so because in jaipur we have different style of chakra then banaras they took take different style of chakra so that will i will planning to incorporate in the choreographies when the choreographies come time come like during the recital yeah so i am planning to incorporate that style as well to make look more beautiful and so that students also get exposure to different style hmm. but definitely i love the abhinay exercises there most ki how like in daily life you are acting how you can relate the acting the abhinay the expression in the daily life mm. when you are able to your daily work like you are making chapatis like tai depicted she loved to make chapatis yeah so the, how she depicted how how she is and, and second time the detailing mm. chapati okay is just this now detail it clearly without using any words okay how you are putting the ghee on it how you are turning on it like the, the every each and every detail so when a student or a dancer is able to relate the abhinay with their daily life then it is helpful then they can use it in the story depicting the stories of radha krishna hmm. in the dance and i assume that once you start using exercises from your daily life alternatively alternatively you probably become more conscious of and mindful of when you're doing things in your life as well and come be conscious and confident and confident you said yeah confident because now you you don't need to think you just mm. act what's coming in your heart you just act it out hmm okay that makes sense and then kind of since you're talking about your practice kind of coming to my next question isha uh like when it came to establishing your own practice what were the kind of barriers you had to overcome would love to know about that see when you are not in touch with your dance mm-hmm. it takes little time like i i was not in touch with my dance for more than 8 years mm-hmm. it dance was there but it was in the back seat of my life it was not on my first priority list 
so when i started the school the only barrier which i faced was my mental block okay will i be able to balance my professional and personal life that right. was the only mental block i had but then here uh, i met dr mahagingri she is one of the established dancers in charlotte area okay she helped me overcome the mental block and when it was all clear the i started planning the school mm-hmm. i took inputs from another dance teacher here rashmi sis ashwini gopte she's also an established kathak dance teacher in charlotte area mm-hmm. from my friends my family and then i started the school so only barrier was the mental block understood and on that note like when you did kind of overcome that mental block part of that from a, from what i understand is kind of making yourself a priority uh, so how did you go about that or was that a thing that you had to go over for me the main priorities is not me like i always like to have a balance yeah. for my kids my family and myself mm-hmm. and my school all these four are equal priorities for me Mm-hmm. So I always have uh, try my best to have an equal equilibrium between all these four, mm-hmm. like paying attention my kids, my family, the household work, my own dance, and then the school. Okay, understood. So I give them equal time. I plan my day schedule like that, that or weekly schedule that I give equal time. Like I take classes only three days a week. Okay. So like Sunday is my full day, and then two days in evening, and rest three days it's only for family. I don't mm. do anything, and one day is like when I take classes from Swati Didi. So that day is only for me. Mm. Yeah, it's my day. So this is how my I divide my weekly schedule. So I try to keep the balance. Okay, understood. So you you kind of give us an idea of your weekly schedule, Isha. I'm very curious. So say so yeah, when August starts and schools in session again, what do the days look like for you? How do you break it up, like on a day by day, in terms of your routine? Monday is the day for family. Yeah. Then Tuesday is my class. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, I have classes in the evening. Yeah. Then again Thursday is the day for family. Yep. Friday. it's a half time the mornings is my, i have my classes with swati didi so it's my day half day and okay. then second half is again for my family saturday is for household work yeah and then sunday whole day i have my classes i see and do you like to write these things down or do you have it in your head or how do you like to kind of i try to write it down i make a very beautiful schedule okay. color coded schedule <laughs> i follow cool. it for three days then again back to <laughs> square one but it it's all in mental because when the classes are fixed the days are fixed then everything falls in the place hmm understood this um, is even, according to this i plan the activities for my two kids as well that monday i have to take them to the activity or thursday i have to take them to the activity mm-hmm. friday or saturday is a movie day so we always have a movie night or some oh. tv night so that we all four sit together and watch yes that's important and since you're talking about family you know like so say generally in south asian culture whenever you pursue say a non traditional career you often are faced with family pressure sometimes it's like your extended family sometimes it's your immediate family is different for everyone but what has the case been like for you is that something you've had to go over uh i to be honest i'm a little blessed child here there awesome. was no family pressure for me mm-hmm. 
from either from my maternal side or from my husband's side there was no family pressure for me when i was starting this school yeah as when i was learning as a student yeah i lived in a joint family my mother always supported me but yes my uh, grandfather nana ji and my uncles they was like okay she's going out she's learning they didn't discouraged me but they had certain time ki okay she has to be back at home and sometime but when i started my school in us then to they said if your husband is supporting you then you don't need to look anything else and yes to be honest my husband supported me a lot so i don't kind of face any family pressure it only comes only when you know i lose that balance okay that to when i'm planning for the recital mm. so that time i am little i get busy and i'm not able to pay attention on the kids or on the family that is when okay family pressure comes in the scene ki no 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 make sure you don't lose your balance otherwise there is no family pressure it's all like my mother plans my costumes costumes okay. for my students every recital she is my costume designer so i don't need to think anything about costumes how she will design what cloth she will use how she going to parcel everything is her responsibility logistics is my husband's responsibility so i need to just pay attention on my dance teaching the dance and my kids dance hmm understood you have the whole family kind of involved that way yeah. in fact here i would like share a small incident uh, that my dance school started because of my husband only hmm i had a dream but i didn't had the confidence that you know i can start he is the one who initiated ki, okay you go ahead and dance open your studio and i don't drive so we rented a studio he used to drive me there oh. stay with me take care of the kids whole day i used to there then come back again to pick me up whole sunday i used to take classes sometimes he used to wait there so he start he helped me start the school glad you had that support and since you're talking about your school uh first of all i guess very curious how did you come up with the name sahet school of dance uh sahaj school of dance okay uh, i am a follower of sahaj yoga organization mm-hmm. it's a organization which uh, tells about getting the self realization through simple meditation techniques yeah right at your home in the comfort of your home so from my childhood i have been following sahaj yoga so and it's very simple so this is i always had a dream ki whenever i'll open my school i have to keep it sahaj school of dance Yeah. Where you dance, learn dance in a simple way from the comfort of your home, or coming to the studio. Studio is also like the second home to them, mm-hmm. to the students. So this is how I got my name. Understood. So say it simple, and I wanted to uh, like go into that a little bit. When you say a simple way of learning dance, what does that mean to you, or how does that come across on a day to day when you teach your students? Very curious about that. simple like little interactive okay ki yes we do have a curriculum to follow mm-hmm. because uh, here students take exam from bharatiya vidyapeeth so i follow the curriculum provided by bharatiya mm-hmm. vidyapeeth but it is more interactive like i make it into simpler version i relate it to the daily activities uh, from the life if i have to give an example of any hand movement or anything like that or uh if you are using hand gestures or mudras yeah. so act, i like for example this, this simple like thumbs up right you say all the best so that you know 
learn it in a simple way so they remember okay this is shikaram but yeah thumbs up okay it's shikaram okay got you got you the actual meaning all right it shows the shikar means the peak of the mountain agreed but when you relate it with the daily life examples it becomes simple for the students to learn hmm. and like tatkar especially for the young students we just do okay just do the march past that is tatkar so to build the leg exercises just do the march past and mm. then later on i divided okay now do the march past in the pattern of fours okay this is how they build their stamina as well and the leg movements and then later on when they become senior they get to go to the proper techniques so this is how i always try my classes to be very simple understood so you related to daily life and then kind of introduce more technical terms into it right and isha i guess when it comes to teaching you know everyone's been taught a certain way and everyone teaches a little differently so in what ways would you say you teach differently than how you were taught the first and foremost difference i would say when i was a student yep. uh, my i had live instruments to dance with right my, uh, like tab my teacher is guru abba mansur ji she was playing tabla she is playing harmonium and here we had the music act yes. to dance with where just the normal lehra is playing or the theka is playing yeah. that's the main difference mm-hmm. second difference was uh, in the earlier life we don't we had more dedicated time towards the dance true true because we had less activities so it was like 3 days a week but here in us students are exposed to different activities that's true so they have less dedicated time towards the dance so as a teacher here i have to make sure that in that less dedicated time how much knowledge i can share with them so that they stay focused yeah and give equal importance to this activity uh, which they give to other activity yep and here because the, the class schedule is little less like they come once a week yeah that is the main difference and then yes uh, the other dif- rest all, all all i try to keep it same like how abhadidi used to teach us in a daily like as i said simple way that the same i also try to follow the same thing as far as the teaching part is concerned what how she have taught talking in simple language making the homely environment that student don't want to leave the studio and go home so otherwise teaching style is same uh, other than the, the apps and that is little different little different but yeah. quite similar okay yeah thanks for going over the differences there and isha then i'm very curious because you talked about that all the kids have a lot of hobby like they're doing a bunch of different things and so that their time is limited so say if you find some students aren't practicing as much as they should how do you bring them back or how do you encourage them to practice like how, how what is your teaching style in that respect for practice uh like as far as the senior students are concerned yeah uh i what i do is i talk, tell them okay today you conduct the class okay you like if some students are you are supposed to teach mm-hmm. or i call my senior students to conduct the class for my juniors okay. you assist me in the class yeah so then this way okay they have to assist so they make sure that they practice so this encourages them to have the time in their busy schedule take out the time for the busy find out the time and practice for it and as far as the younger students are concerned for them what i do is i divide the schedule like for example this is the curriculum monday you just practice thoda 1 and 2 mm-hmm. tuesday you practice only the parans 
when say you just practice the bart and the gatnikas oh. so when they have the written schedule and they say oh, okay only this much i have to practice and this will take only this 15 20 minutes good this so i can take it out so kids feel happy and they become regular so this is how i encourage my students to practice at home and divide the time among their busy schedules that makes sense it would be nice to have a schedule with everything laid out like that that sounds so convenient yeah i always try to do that with my younger kids so i do that and they feel like my for my daughter she feels super happy ki okay mummy aaj to sirf tatkar and aaj to thoda one and two karna hai ho to ho gaya aur to kuch karna hi nahi aaj ha bilkul and isha so when it comes to your own practice how do you divide that up for yourself so i understand how you do it for your students how do you do it for yourself for me i divide revise uh, riyaz into two groups first okay. is when i come to the proper like this is my studio i come uh-huh. and practice in physical being yeah. like starting with proper with tatkar and then padhan then toda tukras ending with abhinaya second type of riyaz which i do is the mental riyaz when like for example i'm cooking mm-hmm. i'm reciting my compositions which i have to teach or which i learned recently from swati didi or while i'm watching tv and suddenly my mind got diverted like i didn't interested so i stopped my tv and started reciting and i made sure that i have music apps on all my devices so i don't have to go okay, okay i need to get my ipod no every device have the music apps so just pick it up and start doing it so that is the mental riyaz so mental riyaz happen at any time of day even the if my friends are sitting with me and i feel okay they are busy with the phone i start revising my composition like today i had I my swati class so last night we had guest over so we didn't got chance much to practice so when as soon as she gave me 5 minutes she was looking at her phone i started practicing my composition okay tomorrow i have to show this let's practice the recitation because if you have the recitation correct presentation becomes a little easy and then when they went then quickly me and my son okay let's revise the steps quickly just open the app and we revise the step right it was like 11 o'clock in the night and we started practicing the steps so that's this is how cool. i do my own riyaz that's in really two cool. steps yeah that's amazing that you kind of have it on your head constantly uh and so is it in your head constantly or is that something you have to be mindful of like or is it just like part of you now it's it's in my head constantly just turn and the, so the next thing i want to talk about since you mentioned your students is like your recitals and you've touched upon it a bit so I, and from your videos it seems like you, there's a lot that goes into it i see everyone wearing wearing matching t-shirts when you're viewing it you know there's a whole if family event as well but i wanted to go in the background of it what does it take for you to kind of right from the beginning to kind of desire figuring out who's going to be doing what choreography to kind of setting that whole thing up what does it look like when you kind of present an annual recital the backstage of it annual recital it's like uh, you can say in in uh, it's a big event for us like you know uh-huh. indian marriage where you have to plan everything oh. the first thing is the concept yeah concept uh, i start thinking about concept like i'm already thinking of the concept what i need to do next year so i just keep thinking okay this should be the concept this should be the concept whatever on my heart clicks i fix finalize the concept as soon as the concept is finalized then i start discussing with my son my friends uh, who's always there with me okay this is the concept let's see how we can present 
or sometimes i also take the concept like if i have learned some compositions and i look oh, you these are very good to showcase let's build a concept around these performances so this is how the concept is planned then comes the uh, songs i when the concept is divided decided then i start looking for the tracks okay since i have bollywood and kathak both so how to incorporate keep a balance between bollywood and kathak so that bollywood students also get to showcase and kathak students also get to showcase what they have learned all over the year so i start thinking about the tracks i try my best to get the tracks from the curriculum as well so that their curriculum is not left back like for senior students uh, they have in the, they learned a bhajan in the curriculum ram bhajan so i use that in the performance as well so along with learning a new choreography they perform from their curriculum as well and then comes the costumes costumes it's totally my mom i would say can i just tell her ki this is like for example recently we had the tale of uh, chakras seven chakras so i told her the concept ki okay, these are the seven chakras and i want to do according to color of each chakra so she said okay we'll have the colors and according to the performance ki it's a kathak performance okay so and i try to keep like one is wearing anarkali so other one is wearing lehenga or the third type so you know you have parallel pajamas like you get to see the variety as well so color coded it was totally color this time the con uh, um, costumes were color coded according to the chakras and then comes the last is the choreography mm-hmm. that's it and the logistics keep coming in the sponsors and the videographer depending upon how much budget i have hmm. yeah that makes sense thanks for taking us all the way from the concept to the choreography for yeah first uh, is concept if concept yeah. i'm happy with the con- concept then everything yeah. starts falling in place itself huh okay that makes sense and kind of coming to like the solo career side of you Isha first of all i wanted to know like so since you're based out in north carolina what is the state of kathak there in that state so to speak here there is lot of opportunities we get mm. that uh, in community opportunities i have been to the universities like i've been to queens university here in charlotte to take the okay. workshop and performance uh, corporate we have corporate events so they have like diwali event they call us to perform or they have some inter or we have intercultural festivals like heritage festivals they we sh- they, they pl- try to showcase the different culture of every world so there also we get the chance to perform or workshop to depict indian culture through kathak dance so yes there is lot of opportunities in charlotte we have uh, we have two like i as i said there is another teacher here mm-hmm. so we are the two teachers and there's another teacher there so there are lot of teachers as well as lot of bharatanatyam teachers kathak teachers hmm. good good opportunities we get here we have indian festivals indian association who conducts festivals twice a year hindu temple of charlotte conducts events understood and like when it comes to say your performances are there certain things or certain issues that you find yourself gravitating towards like what kind of yeah what kind of productions are you like looking forward to do are you curious about that um i like to i do like i do corporate events as well 
I go for the workshops in the elementary schools as yep. well as I, in universities and I do represent go to the intercultural festivals also where I get to represent my culture my Indian culture through dance so yeah it keeps a balance because corporate gives you different exposure yep there you don't have to introduce Kathak there you show your skills Right. In Indian culture, you introduced where like nobody knows what's Indian culture, what is Kathak dance. Mm -hmm. So there you get a new set of exposure to give uh, a new style of performance where you expose them to your culture. So you get to talk about your culture through your dance. Mm -hmm. And then going in the universities and the schools, that is again a different where you uh, you are telling the culture along with uh, instigating them. In, that you come and learn this dance form. Understood. So kind of kind of diversifying that way. Right. And when it came to your, comes to your performances, what would you say are your most memorable ones, whether that's here, whether that's in India? And do you have any stories to share from there? Memorable one, yeah, once it was, I would say it was in India. I went to India and performed because that is most memorable because that is the first time when my whole family came to watch me my mm. performance and that was uh, uh, so my all my because since it was in india so all my cousins my uncles my aunties everybody came to watch that was the most memorable one and with my kids being there i uh, did and then second memorable performance i will say is my first annual recital because for my first annual SSOD recital, my Guru Abba Mansalji, she flew all the way from India just to see my performances, wow. just to see my recital. My mom flew all over the India uh, to see and they both were present. And so that was the most memorable one because the first one and when your Guru is right in front of you, giving you, watching you, giving you feedback, helping you do the makeup. Because yeah. when she was at home, I was doing my makeup. She said, no, 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 let me do it, your makeup. <laughs> so I said, wow, I'm so blessed, you know. <laughs> She's doing my makeup, so I will look more beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, these are the memorable ones. Yeah, and one is in the university when I went to the King's University between mm -hmm. the college students when I took the workshop there and gave a performance. So there also, they like literally enjoyed the students dancing okay. with me. Glad to hear that. And yeah, thanks for sharing your story about, you know, performing with and your gurus being there, I think. That's... That was the most memorable moment yeah, when sure. she flew from India. For sure. And yeah, Isha, looking at my topic list, we've kind of covered everything. So coming to my final question, Isha, like, so say if someone was in your shoes a couple, but a couple of years back, so say someone's kind of done the initial training of Kathak and they're start thinking about starting a new school, but they're facing they're being a bit hesitant and you and I both know there are a lot of people out there who are probably wanting to start a school but haven't yet. Mm. What would you say to them? What should they be thinking about? What they should consider both practical, emotional? Would love to get your insights on that. Okay, uh, I will say like when I was starting, as I said, I went to Mrs. Ashwini Gokte. She gave me the inputs, how she helped, let me observe her class, mm -hmm. how it's done in the US. So I will also do the same thing because you come and observe my class. How do I teach? How the two, what is the teaching scenario here? How the students get to learn? I'll do the first thing. Okay, you are free to observe my classes. 
and then second yes uh, second thing i would say yeah, definitely make sure that you have a balance between a teacher and the entrepreneur you are opening your own school yeah. so you need to keep a balance okay, okay your job is to impart knowledge but your job is also to keep a disciplined uh, discipline in the in terms of school policies makes sense that your parents are following those school policies you have that proper liability form school policy form which the parents are signing it and reading it yeah. so you make sure that you have that balance and then third yes divide your day life daily life that you are not giving whole attention to your school and instead not to your personal life so make mm. sure you have the balance between that prioritize your priorities okay list it ki how much uh, what is your first priority or second priority or how much you should divide so make a schedule of it mm. so this yes i would advise yeah it's a very beautiful art form so if anybody wants to start the school i'll do my best to help that person that's awesome and yeah let's to summarize you said finding a mentor who's doing the same things that you are then having the proper processes in place and having a good schedule and making sure you know what you want and having those priorities in place makes sense that's a good very good concise list and things you can kind of use and implement immediately yeah. um yeah on that note isha yeah just looking back at everything we talked about we talked about you coming back from the retreat how that felt and then going back going to your own practice what your school looks like how your family is involved and how they've supported you in terms of nurturing the school we talked about your recital your solo performances and kathak in north carolina so yeah thank you so much for coming on a lot to take away from this thank you so much pramit it was nice talking to you